Now, she's a human. She had to have moments of struggle when she doubted, or maybe even hoped for another way. Maybe she felt inadequately equipped to do the task that was set before her. I often wonder, did she struggle to believe when that road to Bethlehem was long and she was so near her date to deliver? Welcome to Take Heart, a podcast about creating space for connection, hope, and joy as a mom to a child with disabilities or special needs. We want you to feel connected and encouraged as we navigate this messy, emotional, joy-filled life together. Hi there, it's Carrie today, and this month is going to be a little bit different as we are going to offer some reflections on the story of Advent. Luke 1, 26-30 says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Announcements The ultimate announcement in history. Announcements can be fun, full of joy, and bring happiness. In our culture, we have engagement announcements, the announcement of a pregnancy, a wedding, or the announcement of a birth. The announcement that came to Mary was the ultimate announcement that would change the entire course of her life. This date marked a clear before and after. Can you relate to that as a special needs parent? During this Christmas season, I think a lot about Mary and I identify with her on a lot of levels. I think part of it is because I was pregnant with our son with special needs on Christmas and his birth was very close to that. Mary's someone that I can identify with, her feelings of fear, shock, and questions over the announcement that she was favored and that she was going to be the mother of her own Messiah as a young, unmarried woman. I've often thought that in some ways that Mary became the mother of the most unique child in history. Not that he had special needs, I'm not trying to be irreverent, but have you ever wondered what it was like to parent Jesus? Her response to this news, we know, is one of fear because the angel tells her not to be afraid. But she also asks many questions. The angel is patient with her and tells her many things. He actually explains quite a bit. Her response to the angel has always arrested my attention. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. She seems to surrender so readily and so little information. Honestly, scripture doesn't really tell us how long the angel was there. Maybe it was several hours, or maybe it was a day. But the angel gave her the assurance that nothing was impossible with God. After this, we read that Mary hastily goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, who by this time is six months pregnant with another miracle pregnancy in her old age. Immediately, Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit when she hears Mary's greeting, and Elizabeth exclaims with a loud voice that Mary is blessed among women. 
and blessed is the fruit of her womb. She says, Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. I want to read that part again. Elizabeth says to Mary, Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. So my question is this, when did Mary begin to believe? We aren't exactly sure. Maybe her heart was somewhat prepared because she knew about the prophecies. Maybe she was so easily able to surrender. But what we do know is two things, that she surrendered and she's also credited for having belief. Now, she's a human. She had to have moments of struggle when she doubted or maybe even hoped for another way. Maybe she felt inadequately equipped to do the task that was set before her. I often wonder, did she struggle to believe when that road to Bethlehem was long and she was so near her date to deliver? And then they couldn't find a place to give birth outside the place where animals were kept in a manger? Did she struggle to believe when strange shepherds who were actually considered lowly in their culture, were the only ones that came to praise the birth of this baby. Did she struggle to believe when they had to run for their lives to Egypt? And then she hears the news of what Herod had done to children two years and under. She knew that her own son could have been one of them. Did her mother's heart break? In each of these circumstances above, Mary faced a lot of difficulties, and she had a choice as do we. We know from the evidence of history that she chose to face these head-on. Maybe her belief didn't come all at once, and maybe she had moments where she wavered in her surrender, but rather she made small choices moment by moment as she chose to believe in each circumstance that God was with her. How about you? Are you struggling with either surrender or belief? Maybe you're not. Maybe you are in a state of belief and faith right now and trusting God in your circumstances, and you are rejoicing. I am so thrilled for you. May you be able to pray the prayer of Mary in Luke 1. It is full of rejoicing. Maybe you're listening today, and you're struggling in the darkness of unbelief. Does God truly work all things together for good to them who love Him and are called according to His purpose? Will He make beauty from ashes? Can I trust him? Remember, you don't have to know it all today, and you don't have to have it all together. May you pray the prayer of Thomas, Lord, I believe, please help my unbelief. In each circumstance that you face, in each new day, you can make small choices of surrender. Ask God to help you to relinquish your control to the one who has control of the universe, who is as scripture tells us, your wonderful counselor, your mighty God, your everlasting father, and your prince of peace. And this one, I think, is one that is most important to me, that he is also your Emmanuel. He is with you, just like he was with Mary. And also, I believe this to be true, in our small moments of obedience, In the small moments of surrender, when we choose to give him our grief, give him our sorrow, 
give him our doubts and fears, and ask him to be with us, we are making steps towards belief, and you will believe. I want to close with this prophecy that Zechariah spoke after his son John. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. May that be a comfort for you today. Amen. Thank you for listening and listen in next week as Sarah continues our Advent series as she talks about gifts.